Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Grace. Grace. I want to share with you today a list of four things, four ways that the grace of our Father has been manifested in my life. And I'm using this list to exhort you and to encourage you to make a list of your own, to make a list of the ways the grace of Yeshua has been manifested in your life in order to use it to thank our Father, to thank Yeshua, to use it to encourage yourself and use the list to humble yourself before our great and mighty God. Grace. Number one, the way that grace has been manifested in my life is that I'm chosen. My Father has chosen me before the foundation of the world. He has called me. He has redeemed me. In fact, he's written a book of my life that's being played out as I follow him, my great shepherd. I am chosen. It says in Galatians 1.15, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his Son in me, And the Apostle Paul goes on from there. Think about this a minute. Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus, who was a Pharisee, who persecuted Christians, killing some of them, he's saying that he was separated from his mother's womb. The first part of his life, he was against God and killing God's people. And yet he was separated from his mother's womb. He also was chosen. He was chosen to go through that experience of being God's enemy so that when he became God's friend, it was real to him and he appreciated it. Ephesians 1.4 says, Just as he chose us in Messiah before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. The same Saul of Tarsus, the same man who became the Apostle Paul, is saying that we were chosen in Messiah before the foundation of the world to be holy, to be blameless, and to love. We're separated, we're chosen, we're called. Now, as I think back on my life, I was raised in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. I was raised in Lutheranism. Father put me in Lutheranism as he put Paul in Judaism. Then he called me out to freedom. Now, I'm not, I'm not judging people who are Lutherans. There was benefit in me being raised in the church. I grew to know the word. I heard the word proclaimed. I heard good preaching. It's just that my experience in the Lutheran church lacked the Holy Spirit. And so Father separated me, he put me in Lutheranism, then he called me out. Today, I am the Spirit of Jehovah. Just as the Spirit of Jehovah hovered over the face of the deep in Genesis 1 before, the, before creation, Father has put me on the earth with his Spirit to hover and to brood and to intercede for the purposes of God to come forth. And I am the voice of Jehovah, 
I'm releasing the sound of heaven into planet earth. It says in 1 Peter 4.11, let him who speaks speak as the speak as the oracles of God. When we speak, we're speaking as the vo voice of Jehovah in the earth. And the voice of Jehovah in the earth is powerful. The voice of Jehovah in the earth brings forth the fruit that he's intending. This is awesome. And all of this is by the grace of our Father to choose me and separate me and call me for the purpose of intercession and proclamation. Number two, Father has put people in my life just to be in my life. Let me say that again. By his grace, Father has put people in my life just to be in my life. My wife, Laura, is one of these. She's my wife. She's, we've been partners. We've been a team for 33 years. And she's more than that. She is the presence of Yeshua in my life. The grace of God through Laura goes well beyond what she does. It goes into who she is. She is in my life. And then there's a man in my life who's been my mentor for 20 years. He was put in my life by grace just to be. He calls me once a week. We get together every month or two. We discuss the kingdom. Father, when we come together on the phone or in person, Father often gives us revelation. Revelation bubbles up out of our conversation. This man in my life, it's more than what he does. It's who he is. And I thank my Father continually. And there's more people. And as you think about this, there's people like this in your life. Totally by grace, not because you've earned it, not because you've discerned it, because of the love of your Father and by his grace, he's put people in your life just to be. Number three. The grace of Father has been manifested in my life through Emmanuel. Emmanuel. In Hebrew, Emmanuel, Emmanuel means God with us. Our God, Yehovah Sabaoth, the creator of the universe, the one who sits upon the throne of the universe, the one who is consistently and continually worshipped by the great host of angels, he stepped out of heaven. He was born of a virgin. He took on human flesh so that he could be our Savior. Emmanuel, totally by grace. We didn't deserve it. We didn't do anything to earn it. We're his sons and daughters. We're chosen. And in order for us to come into the fullness of who he has created us to be, our God needed to redeem us to redeem us from our sins and to redeem us from our rebellion, to redeem us from our selfish attitudes, to redeem us from our enemy. And he did by becoming one of us. Emmanuel, God with us, is the manifested grace of God. And I think about this quite often. You know, there's a great miracle in the resurrection. And we preach the resurrection from the dead. Yeshua went into a grave. Yeshua suffered and died, and he was buried. And three days later, he was raised from the dead. 
And when you think about it, that's a great miracle. But think about it this way. Since God died, you would expect him to rise from the dead. But think about Emmanuel. Think about the birth of Messiah. Think about the advent of Yeshua Messiah coming to earth, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. In some respects, this is a greater miracle. We would expect the God-man who dies to rise from the dead, but would we expect the holy, undefiled, all-powerful God to step out of the glory of heaven and into this earth, which is corrupted and evil, and step among men whose hearts are only evil continually. I may not expect that of God, the Creator. I'm glad He did it. I'm glad His grace is great enough to do this for me. And number four, the grace of our Father has been manifested in my life because I am not consumed. In Lamentations chapter 3, Jeremiah writes, Because of your mercies we are not consumed. Your compassions, they fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Great is the faithfulness of God. Now consider for a moment Sodom and Gomorrah. They were consumed. Consider the days of Noah. They were consumed. But by the grace of our Father and by his mercy, I am not consumed. This is no small thing as I consider this in my life. I've been a Christian all my life and believed. But I've been rebellious. I've done things that were sinful, and I knew that they were sinful. I've ignored Father. I've ignored his voice. I've walked in pride. I could go on and on. I have deserved his wrath. And yet because of his mercies and because of his compassions, he continues to draw me to his son Yeshua. He continues to manifest himself, himself in my life. He continues to use me in ministry as he's working on me to sanctify me. And all of this is done by grace, his great love for me. He is the one who has chosen me. And in John chapter 15, Yeshua said this, You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, that your fruit would remain. That's grace. We, we don't make the choice. We can't make the choice. We're born in sin. We're born in rebellion. We're born in pride. And yet Yeshua said this in John chapter 6, No one comes to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. No one would come to Yeshua unless Father, through his grace, is drawing us. And, as I've quoted in this podcast so far, I'm thankful for the grace of God in the scriptures. So many Bible verses encourage us. They give us life. They bear fruit in our lives. So many Bible verses speak to us of our future and our hope and our, our identity and our authority. So I guess that might be number five. The grace of God is manifested in my life through his scriptures. And just 
give you one more Bible verse, Revelation 14, 13. And this goes along with number four, that because of his grace, I'm not consumed. But not only that, Revelation 14, 13 says, Blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, they will rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Not only am I not consumed, which I deserve because of my sin, but Father turns that around and says, Your death is blessed because you enter eternal life with rewards and with rest. No more do I have to struggle with this body, struggle with people around me, struggle with an enemy in the spirit. No more do I have to uh, live in a body that is dying from the very outset of life. I'm blessed. I'm going to rest. And I will receive rewards for the works that I've done on planet Earth. What an encouraging scripture. Father not only does not consume me, but he enables me to live for him and store up treasures in heaven that will be there when I get there. So that's my list. And I'm sure I could go on and on on how the grace of Yeshua has been manifested in my life. So I want to encourage you to make a list. To set aside some time to get quiet, to get alone, to think about your life from the, your earliest memories until today, and make a list of how the grace of your Father, the grace of Yeshua has been manifested in your life. I'm encouraging you to take that list and use it in three ways. Take the list of grace that you, that you write, and number one, use it to praise our Father. It says in Ephesians 5, 18 through 20, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. Giving thanks always for all things. Father loves it when we are gracious and thankful. He loves our praises. It delights him to be thanked and praised because of what he's done. Number two, I encourage you to use your list to encourage yourself. To encourage yourself. It says this in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in Jehovah, his God. Hear that again. David strengthened himself. And some translations in the Hebrew say he encouraged himself in Jehovah, his God. Obviously, David was having a bad day. <laughs> Obviously, the people that were loyal to him had suffered a great loss. And suddenly they had turned on David and they were wanting to stone him. 
And you can read about the incident in 1 Samuel chapter 30. David was greatly distressed. Things were against him. The voices were against him. And he stirred himself up to encourage himself and to strengthen himself. And this list of grace does that for me. I, I go through this list, not every day, but often. And it exhorts me, it encourages me. It reminds me of the love that my Father has for me. It reminds me that I'm not alone. It reminds me that in my future there's more grace to be poured out into my life. And we all, we all have seasons like David where we're greatly distressed. Voices are against us. And David is a great example. Yeshua did this as well. Let's encourage ourselves in Jehovah our God. And number three, use this list to humble yourself. Use this list to humble yourself. Here's a word from 1 Peter 5, beginning with verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For Elohim resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Let me repeat that. This is a, this is a message about grace. Elohim resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of Elohim, that he may exalt you in due time. Our Father resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The grace that I've received from Father makes me want more grace from Father. And the key to receiving grace is to humble ourselves. And we can humble ourselves through praise and worship. We can humble ourselves through serving others. We can humble ourselves through fasting. Uh, we can humble ourselves uh, by being in the scriptures and adjusting our attitudes to the kingdom of Yeshua. Uh, there's many ways to humble ourselves before the Lord. And one of the ways that I do it is to have this list and go over this list. Let me just close with this thought. I just read there in 1 Peter 5, the exhortation of the apostle. He says, be clothed with humility. Be clothed with humility. It means put it on. Keep it on. Let it cover you. Now hear these words from Yeshua himself in Revelation 16, verse 15. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and who keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Our Savior is exhorting us to watch and to keep our garments. And if we do, we're blessed. So if we watch and if we keep our garments, one of which is humility, we will receive more grace. It's a promise of Yeshua there in Revelation. This is a conditional promise. But just think about the blessing and the grace that we can open ourselves up to if we will watch and if we will keep ourselves humble. Shalom.